everybody, and welcome back to Trophy Talk, the bi-weekly trophy hunting podcast here on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and SoundCloud. I'm one of your hosts, as always, Colin Colhoven, joined by the illustrious Eli Downing and the notorious Daryl Fuimano. How are you boys this morning? Doing great. I like the notorious title. Yeah, I had to give it to you. <laughs> had to give it to you. I figure I'd switch it up. I feel like I've done illustrious before, so maybe someone, an astute listener, will be like, you motherfuckers are recycling your engine. I'm sorry. I, maybe I've said illustrious before, but it's such a great <laughs> word to describe, you know, a person. So, anyway, I hope you enjoyed that that prefix there, Eli. What is, what is uh, illustrious mean exactly? You're glowing, you know? You're oh, like... Glowing. You're <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes like when, when women are pregnant, they're they get, oh, you're glowing. Yeah, that's you. You're illustrious. Mm. <laughs> well, thanks. You're welcome. You're welcome. Appreciate that. Yeah. Your skin complexion is off the chart right now, even though I can't see you. <laughs> 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 yup. Very nice. Well, thank you, boys, for joining me today and this morning. It is a very special day for us here at the Trophy Talk podcast because this is our 26th episode. But it is our one-year uh, anniversary of the show, which is pretty incredible to think about. You know, this started as a sort of little side project between Eli and I. And then we realized, like, oh, this is pretty fun. You know, we want to bring in uh, some, some more talent, the tall Samoan guy, a.k.a. Daryl, right? And before you know it, we're at a year. We've got a great community. Um, we have our Patreon going, obviously, Teespring, all that fun stuff. So I just wanted to say for myself, and I'm sure you guys as well, you know, thank you guys very much who are listening. Thank you for all the support. I mean, it's pretty incredible to think that we're at this this one-year marker. So I'm hyped. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. yeah, it's been great. I wanted to thank all the listeners as well, which is very much a shock, and I'm very grateful, you know, for all of you, and I'm pleased to meet many of you online, maybe some of you in person soon enough. Yep. We shall see. And we but get away from COVID. You, <laughs> yeah. But also to you, fine fellows, it's been an honor going through this oh, yeah. treacherous and mysterious journey with you guys and learning and growing together as hosts, co-workers, friends, and men, you know? Oh, wow. That was, that was sweet. Oh, yeah. You just rattle them up. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's been a wild ride. So. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's, uh, and it's, it's, fun. it's something to look forward to, right? Every other week when we do this, I really, really get psyched in the week leading up to it and everything we get to talk about, so... Yeah, sorry, Daryl. Didn't mean to cut you off there. Oh, no problem. No problem. I was just gonna say, um, yeah, it's it's been a great ride with you guys, and we still got a long way to go. Mm-hmm. And it's been fun having to do this with you guys every weekend, interacting with the community, having those community nights. Mm-hmm. So it's been uh, it's a it's been a blessing. Absolutely. Starting off with our humble beginnings, racing portal nights. best game ever yeah (laughs) sure 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 but uh yeah i agree i echo everything you guys said and hopefully you in the listening community uh feel feel the same way i mean i think this is you know it's, it's really awesome to get everyone interacting in the discord online getting us all chatting about the things we love and getting to meet people who share our views and sometimes don't share our views which is equally fun to get to sort of like hammer out like how come you do like this game series? Why do you hate this other game series? Like, it's just kind of fun to to chat games with people in general. I feel like most of my good friends throughout my life have played games, but it's not like their main hobby. So we can have surface level discussions about like, oh yeah, like, you know, Spider-Man was really good. And then that like kind of drops 
you know. So it's it's cool to get some uh some in depth discussion. But anyway, one year, really awesome. More to come, obviously. Really appreciate everybody again. So thank you so much. Looking back a little bit at episode twenty five, I'm just gonna leave the spot here. Do we have any amendments from the previous episode? Things that you guys wanted to correct or talk about before we I wanted to on? ask you if, if yeah. you did your homework. Uh-huh. In what sense? From the last episode. And did you give that Michelada a good old college try? Or? I did not give the Michelada okay. a college try. No. So you can give me an F on the homework. <laughs> Failed. <laughs> Where, whatever. Where's my red pen? Yeah. I was, uh, you know, it's this is a little bit of a PTSD moment because exactly how I was in school. You know, I wasn't big on the homework, but I would come in and I would perform in the tests, you know, and I was like, I'm ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I haven't tried it yet. I really need to. Um, for Valentine's Day, my future mother-in-law got me a 12-pack of Racer Five. So when I've been having drinks a couple times this week, I've been having a beer here or there. So, yeah. Oh yeah, and also in honor, you know, before we get too far away from it, but mm-hmm. in honor of the one-year anniversary, we are going to be running a discount on the Teespring store. That'll net you 10% discount on the store. Uh, on everything in the store. And that's at teespring.com forward slash trophy talk podcast. And this will be running from when you hear this until the 28th of February. And again, there's all kinds of new apparel from masks to leggings to socks. (laughs) Yeah. So stay pimping playa. Right. Right. And do they need a code for that? What's, what's the code that we're going to have them rocking? The code would be TTP 26. That's right. So Trophy Talk Podcast, episode 26 in your heads if you want to, you know, jam it on into your memory somehow. Go, over, go on over and check it out. It's a good deal, definitely. And uh, hopefully we'll see you guys rocking some merch in the near future. Good place to look at for Valentine's Day. That's right. Got some pink leggings, some pink blouses. Pink, even like pink a, blouses? There's some kind of like, yeah, blouse on there. What what is a blouse versus a shirt? Isn't a, a shirt a blouse? I just I just can I mean I guess technically right. I mean I'm not throwing you on the spot. G- I'm just wondering in general like what's the difference there. I always just considered it like a female cut shirt. Okay, so it's a low cut shirt. But I'm not the ex. I'm not like a you know clothing expert or anything or tailor. Oh no, neither neither am I. Definitely not a, a tinker tailor soldier spy. You know. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> I would add on what Eli said maybe. Add in buttons, and then it's a blouse. Mm. Okay. Well, well, I don't know. Well, then the flannel would be like a blouse. Yeah, is a flannel a men's blouse? Although flannels are unisex, right? So like... Oh, it says, so it's a woman's loose upper garment uh-huh. resembling a shirt, typically with resembling. a collar, buttons, and shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not actually a shirt, but it resembles it, okay? Yeah. <laughs> More of a shawl. <laughs> I don't know what the hell. Hanging in loose folds. Women, huh. women's clothing is so confusing. I don't understand. Yeah. You know, like what? Yeah. It's, Very it's confusing. Yeah. We got to get some. Someone let us know here what a what a blouse is because otherwise we're all wearing blouses. You know, I got collared shirts with buttons. Right. Very no, cool. it's a women's. I, I looked it up. It's specifically. It's, it's specifically women's. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. A women's loose upper garment resembling a shirt, mm. typically with the collar, buttons, and sleeves. Mm. Okay. Okay. 
it is typically gathered at the waist or hips <laughs> so that it hangs loosely over the wearer's body. Typically yeah. gathered? What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> All right, well, we'll have to yeah, – I don't know. That's confusing. I don't so like that. I don't all... like that, but, but we'll take it. We'll take it. So now not only are we a food podcast, we're also a clothing experts so right well we, we got all the needs we're selling leggings and blouses we got to know what a blouse is you know yeah makes sense for sure mm-hmm. <laughs> very good very good something else pretty cool that happened relatively recently it's a bit late i feel like this year but the playstation year in review wrap-up did come out for 2020 now i was a bit shocked to see some of the community's hours and such over this past year Granted, it's a quarantine year, right? There wasn't really a whole lot to do. So even some of my friends who don't normally play that many games had like double or triple the amount of hours that I had on this wrap-up. But pretty interesting stuff to look at. You guys had a chance to check it out, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, you have. You have. All right, very good. Maybe there's a better spot for this. Hold on a sec. Hold that thought, audience. Before we get too far away from the one year, I'm flying off the handle here as the yeah. as one of the hosts. So <laughs> I apologize for that. Let's back up a second. Okay. We'll come <laughs> let's just let's just back up for a little bit here and look at our, our one year of the podcast a little bit more closely. So a question that we've sort of been throwing around in our heads, you know, is is kind of after we've been doing this podcast for a year and after we've been trophy hunting for a year. What changes has your mind gone through of your third eye with regards to how you look at trophy hunting and stuff like that? Like, have you changed the way that you think about trophies? Have you changed the way that you hunt trophies? Have you changed your overall opinions on trophies since we've been doing this podcast? Oh, I've changed. That's for sure. You've changed. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I used to spend like hours in the store looking at random games, looking at their list and most likely buying them. And now I did, you know, I enjoyed this, but I think I've seen every game on the PlayStation Store. So I think I've had enough. <laughs> you've had now enough. <laughs> now you've expanded the... to other platforms. That's <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, it's not to say I don't like that, like, philosophy. It's just that, you know, I've seen enough and I have a wiser handle on what I'm really interested in. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, for now, that is games that I've spent money on. And bigger titles that I'm like more excited to play. Right. So that's kind of how I've changed where I was really balls deep in getting trophies and easy trophies. And now I'm kind of like Iron Snout. I'm still all about <laughs> Hey, that was a fabulous game. <laughs> I'm still all about the trophies, but I'm trying to not obsess over it and just enjoy the games I want to play while getting trophies at the same time. So Yeah. That's a pretty healthy change, though, I would feel like. I'm trying. I mean, I do have a PC now, though, so it's a balance between healthy and unhealthy, yeah. Well, the PC <laughs> and the Xbox or whatever, but it's like, you know, you're playing games that are fun and that you're interested in. You know, like the other day you were playing Gears of War for a little bit, then you switched and played some more like Warframe, then you switched and played, some, you know, so you're kind of, you're not yeah. just playing games that you're trying to earn the Platinum Trophy in or even Trophy Hunt in general in. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to play the things I want that are fun, and like you said, that I've spent money on. And while mm-hmm. I'm doing that, I will be pursuing these trophies at the same time. Yeah, I think I think uh, some of that came too, because I didn't play games like we've talked about before. My 
my gaming past, there's a big, there's a pretty, pretty big break there from like high school until I had my son. And so like a lot of that looking up stuff on the store, I was, I basically had no backlog. <laughs> I, I wish I would have noticed that sooner. Uh, but I was like, oh yeah, you know, I've, very I've nice. earned my, <laughs> I've earned my backlog stripes now, I guess. So <laughs> I can stop now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. If only you remember or knew how lucky you were at the time that you didn't have right. a backlog. <laughs> it was when I was not wise. Yeah, that sounds so nice. Even though like I know comparatively our backlogs are probably very small compared, you know, like to some of the people in the community that have like hundreds and hundreds of games. Like I'm talking mm -hmm. like I maybe have like sixty to seventy games that I own that I haven't like played at all. So that's not too bad. But if I only beat like two games a month or something, I mean that's like it's like mm -hmm. two years worth of shit, you know. So it's yeah, I have, pretty nuts. I have hundreds. Oh my gosh. I made it up quick. Mm -hmm. Seriously, you know? that's just nuts. Um, yeah, that's how I changed. That's good. So some good changes there. What about you, Daryl? What do you think? I would say that um, trophy hunting for me is definitely kind of opened my eyes to realizing that like this is like one of my favorite hobbies to do. When I'm not like outside doing physical activities, like when I'm inside the house, like this is like my thing. Like mm -hmm. I love doing this, and it's really like kind of allowed me to play games that have like DLCs. Because in the past, I would never like play DLCs for games, and kind of like trophy hunting for games that I really enjoyed. Like for example, Spider Man, I really enjoyed that game, but I never played the DLCs, and like playing other games like Little Nightmares and some other games that had DLCs, I went and bought those DLCs because I enjoyed not only trophy hunting them, but I just enjoyed the game overall. So that, in in sense, kind of like made me want to like enjoy the game for just a little bit longer after I beat the base game. Yeah. And it, it's been it's been great. Like, I get to play an expanded story and also get to collect more trophies. So that's a win-win. Mm -hmm. And um, for me, I, I kind of just kind of got a sense of how big the trophy community actually is. Is um, I would go on PSN profiles a lot and try to boost with other people. And there's a lot of other passionate people out there who like trophy hunting. Like this isn't like some joke to other people. Like this is a real hobby for a lot of people. Yeah. And it's really cool to see like people like interact with each other, help out each other. I've partaken in some of those boost sessions, and I, I've come to like add some of those people on my list and play with them time to time. And if they message me, hey, you know, I have this game. Do you happen to have this? I was like, yeah, great. You know, we could trophy hunt on this game. Yeah, it's been great to to meet with other people. I think that's kind of like the the biggest highlight for me is like interacting with other trophy hunters that enjoy trophy hunting as much as i do that's cool yeah i like that that you're tying in this sort of community aspect that exists because it's true like you know i didn't really know until talking with you guys really at work even a little bit and more recently i didn't really understand how many people were into trophies and achievements and stuff like that like coming from just playing with uh, like friends in high school, for example, like couch co-op or whatever, it wasn't really ever the point of playing the game to earn the trophies in it. It was like, let's beat the story and then we'll play another game or we'll go out skate or we'll do, you know, whatever, we'll do some different shit. And then moving from that to playing Halo, where it was like, I'm only playing multiplayer, 
really. Like, I played the campaigns, but I used to get shit for that. Like, for when example, when Halo 4 came out, I went and got it at midnight release. And when I got back to my apartment in Santa Barbara, I jumped into the campaign, started playing the missions right away. And everyone else on my friends list was jumping into multiplayer and doing competitive and custom games right away. And I was like, I'm not going to do that shit until I've at least, like, finished the story. And I got a lot of crap for that. But, you know, there was a couple of years there where it's like I really didn't even touch campaigns in games. I was really only playing multiplayer applied to, like, Black Ops 2, a couple other shooters as well. So yeah, it's been fun to sort of get into this because it really speaks to the way that I play games naturally anyway. Like, I've always been someone who's going to read all the fucking collectibles and read all the notes that I find and, like, really want to explore all the areas of the map and... That just lends itself naturally to trophies and to achievements. I think at its best, too, it helps you experience parts of the game that you would normally not. So my mind goes to, like, all the games on 360 that I just beat but didn't look at achievements for. And, like, did I miss secret areas? Did I miss, like, other fun stuff in the game because I wasn't really paying attention to these achievements, which are, or trophies, which are, like, suggestive of new ways to play, new places to play, and stuff like that. So it's really kind of a more uh, full picture when you take the trophies into account and achievements into account. And I think it, like I said, at its best, helps you experience the game in a better and more complete way. So that's been fun. I think over the course of the last year in particular, I've started to realize there's just certain genres that are, that are for me when it comes to trophy hunting, and there's certain genres that are really not my jam. And so trying to like refine my taste a bit in terms of like, I'm not going to buy every AAA game when it releases anymore. You know, a couple of years ago, I was doing that just like to be part of the conversation or even to just play it because I was like, oh, it's a new game. Like it's got to be going to be great. And then you kind of realize, you know, it's like, I don't really like these type of games. I don't really like this genre. Why am I doing this? Let me like really focus on the stuff that I have fun and enjoy doing and like carving out a little niche for myself. Yeah, I'd say that's sort of like the biggest takeaway and biggest learning. And plus like, the other thing I'd say is, you know, I think we, I've learned we're, we're pretty good at having a podcast and having a community, you know, not to toot our own horns too much, but it's not an easy thing to do, right? And I think it's, it's been a lot of fun to, to figure those skills out and to grow in that way, too. Yeah, I've learned so much from this. Yeah, it's fun, right? All the different, like, YouTube, video editing, game vector <laughs> Gimp, drawing. I love that one. Yeah. Gimp. <laughs> uh, yeah, I forget what the I forget what it's called, but it's more like pixels and then the yeah. vector stuff, like all kinds of stuff. It's been pretty yeah, pretty eye-opening. But it's it's also just like how do we want to design our Discord? You know, mm-hmm. like that's a big one. Like how yeah. do we how do we like interact with people here? What kind of rules do we need to put in place? Like what what's the idea with a Patreon? Like what do we want to do for an upload schedule? Like there's so much more that goes into what you're hearing than just like, oh, it's it's just recorded and like plopped out, you know? Um, so yeah, it's, it's been yeah. fun to say, and it kind of gives you a perspective on all the other podcasts you listen to, right. About like how much goes into the behind the scenes work or the YouTube videos you watch, whatever it is. Right. Like there's, mm-hmm. there's just quite a bit of effort that goes into it. So, it's, uh, some good stuff. Yeah. Even before, you know, this, um, this whole thing started, I never really listened to podcasts. Like this is like my first kind of baby steps into podcasting so it's kind of like 
opened the world to me. Like I've been like listening to other podcasting, trying to like learn from what they do. If there's anything I, we can like incorporate into the show that we're doing now. Um, but yeah, podcasting, it's, uh, it's a lot of work and having you two guys to kind of like bounce ideas off. It's been really great to do that with you guys. Yeah, I agree for sure. For sure. If it was, if it was one of us doing solo decisions, it'd be rough. It'd be pretty rough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very good. Well, thank you guys for getting a little uh, reflective there with me. I think it's good to kind of sometimes take stock about where we, where we started and where we are now, you know, how far we've come, so to speak. Uh, anything else you guys want to touch on related to the the one year anniversary there, or even sort of like corrections, anything like that from the last episode before we get into the previously alluded uh, PlayStation wrap up topic, which I think should be a lot yeah. of fun. I know like the year and the PlayStation wrap up kind of mesh together, but I did want to do a little correction. Yeah, go ahead. If you, you all don't mind. No, I mind. Dude. Um, I'm pissed. I got to put my blouse on for this. Yeah, <laughs> get, it, get, get it gathered around your waist and, and hang on tight. It's actually not a shirt, but it resembles a shirt, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Let me get my leggings on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hike up them socks. Yep. All right, so when I say, like, freebie about Game Pass, because I was given, like, freebie shout-outs, I feel like it was a little misleading, because you do have to pay for Game Pass. It's not free, and Game Pass seems to get all that clout all the time. And I don't right. think that is entirely fair. And uh, I wanted to point out that most of these games are on PS Now too, as well. I haven't looked into it in depth, but like Darksiders Genesis is as well. So, you know, trying to keep the, the tables even here and uh, not just be talking about Game Pass all the time like everybody else does because mm -hmm. it's, you know, PS Now is there too. And I think it is a... It is a fair competitor for the most part. Yeah. Because a lot of the things I've noticed about Game Pass are pretty much accessible on PS Now. You know, like, oh, you can play anywhere. It's like you can play anywhere on your PlayStation. You can play on the PC and you can play on mobile through that, like, share. P what is that called? Share play, share play. or whatever? Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. Like, I've done that before. I played Nier, I think, on my phone once. Psychopath. Try it out. And that was before, Psychopath. And I, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even have like signed up for anything that's just through share play and because when i went to go explore that for my my phone for game pass it's like you're just playing it off the screen like you still have to have your xbox running mm -hmm. so it's not like you're downloading these games to your phone at least as far as i could find hmm. so it's the same as share play and share play is free so yeah that's interesting you know, there's that there you know as i uh, and you can play PS Now on PC, right? Didn't you, did you already say that? I'm sorry. You can play some Correct. PlayStation games on PC as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so yeah, as I look farther into this, I'll keep more fair updates going. And uh, But yeah, I felt like I needed to make that quick correction. No, I think it's, it's good that you do because I've noticed it even from like bigger name sites and bigger podcasts from like, I'm not going to name names and throw people under the bus or whatever, but other companies that have very large listener bases uh, will many times like write off PS Now as like, oh, I don't want to do that. Like I was listening to this uh, two-hour video about Assassin's Creed in review from a relatively large company. The the person who was hosting the the sort of show was basically saying like, oh yeah, I went to go play this one and it was on PS Now, 
but like honestly like i'm not gonna play a game on ps now you know so they went and played it on like a different heart like the older hardware and stuff and it's like you know there's still this sort of perception that it's just crap which i don't know if that's true or not at all anymore i mean i certainly think it used to be the case that the streaming and the latency and the lag was pretty rough but it's been Mm -hmm. years now since that narrative started so to think that it hasn't improved in some way from sony is crazy Mm -hmm. (laughs) like they're not gonna let it stay in that state forever so yeah i think that the only thing where it really suffers is those ps3 games they made a mistake with the ps3 made a big mistake with the architecture though for the yeah 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 so like because yeah the streaming's not the best but that's only ps3 games right the only yeah so i think that's the only downfall i might have to get some time on there and get on my pc and uh check it out on uh the playstation as well it's a little scary as a trophy hunter because that could really really fuck up my list oh yeah absolutely um, i feel like it needs i need i need to get some time on that yeah and it's kind of unfortunate too because for myself the majority of the games that i would want to play on playstation now and that i plan to play on there a little later this year are the playstation 3 ones right exactly because the playstation 4 right because the playstation 4 ones i would have downloaded them already playstation 2 games the ones that are really worthwhile have ports that are on ps4 right so it's like Mm -hmm. yeah you're really talking about those ps3 games that's sort of like middle generation that's just lost to time and xbox Mm -hmm. did a much better job of like having those 360 games be readily accessible and backwards compatible so Mm -hmm. yeah it's kind of a bummer but i will say if you're a trophy hunter the game pass is a little more enticing that's why i like it because i don't have to fuck up my list i mean if you're also achievement hunting on xbox then oh, what do you mean oh because it'll well yeah like, i don't have yeah. to care i don't have to worry about like 100 percent. i just try all kinds of stuff and that's kind of the philosophy of that service anyways right which I, which i do like yeah it's good it's good to correct it there i appreciate that daryl anything you want to add on ps now or game pass like does that appeal to you ever at any point to try to try out ps now no I think I'm perfectly fine with my PS Plus subscription. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I don't want to play any more games. Um, I already got a lot of games that I need to work on, so adding on another service would just, like, screw up that whole structure I got. Well, Eli's doing some research for us. So I appreciate it. I'll be doing some research later this year. It's on the calendar, so when we get to that, I'll, I'll kind of give my thoughts on it. It's not going to be for a little while. Yeah, okay, cool. Anything else to add? before we get into the PlayStation wrap-up for 2020 for all of us. All right, very good. Uh, Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> uh, speaking of not giving it clout, I did pick out another freebie shout-out to uh, Broforce. Oh, Broforce. Dude, that, mm-hmm. I've looked at that game quite a few times on the PlayStation Store, not going to lie. Damn it, I did it again. Freebie. It's not a freebie. Game Pass Another Game out. Pass game, Broforce. Yeah. <laughs> another game you pay $15 a month for. Mm-hmm. Broforce. Okay. Yeah, it looks like a... I I I started a little bit. It's might it's took me a while to get used to because you like die in one hit, but it's a uh, oh it's know, like it's like scrolling. contra. Yeah, but you pick up lives. You pick up like friends, and then you switch the character when you pick up like save your friend. You become that character, and they all have different weapons. And like learning them is kind of a curve because there's this one guy that throws like dynamite, and I like hit the shoot button. And the dynamite blew up right in front of me, and I died. I was like, oh, okay, thanks for explaining. That's cool. Nice, dude. Nice. But it, it seems like pretty fast-paced action, uh, you know, 2D. What is that bit? It's like 8-bit, 16-bit. I don't know. Probably 16-bit, I would assume. Yeah. New age 
retro aesthetic basically mm-hmm. and uh fast paced a lot of blowing up a lot of like hoo-ha type type like it sounds commentary. it sounds like contra dude honestly it's it yeah. sounds like it's very inspired by that and there aren't a lot of trophies in it and they are very hard to get it looks like one of them is zero percent on xbox oh fucking a wow yeah, dude so try it on uh, a system that you're not too worried about the trophies or look into it prior okay. i didn't do a ton of research but i noticed that and was like yikes yeah that's all that's i'm done with i'm done with game pass now <laughs> all right very good very good. Well, let's get into the 2020 wrap-up then, because when this sort of service, the first time I remember looking at this was in 20, I guess it was early 2020 from 2019, and it was really cool to sort of get to see your top games you'd played, how many hours, your primary gaming time throughout the week, right? It tells you, like, you're normally on during this hour, and then it also tells you, you know, like, your top, uh, your top ranking as far as, like, the genre that you play, so pretty cool. Did you guys get a chance to look at this, obviously, the, for 2020, the, the wrap-up for you guys? Yeah. Yes, sir. Nice. Okay. Very cool. So I got mine pulled up right now. I don't know if you guys do as well. I think it might be kind of interesting to just go major category by major category, right? So just be like, number of games played, I'll say mine, you guys say yours. Top three games played, I'll say mine, you guys say yours sort of thing. Does that sound pretty good, or do you guys want to do a different approach? Works for me. Okay, sure. cool. So let's start off with you, Daryl. What's the number of games you played in 2020? I play 38. Woohoo! Dog it. That's pretty good. There's only two more than what I played the year prior. Oh, dude, you're smart. I don't have my 2019 ones saved anywhere. No. I wish I did. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, still, though, that's so you, you said two more or two less than 2019? Two more, so I played 36 in uh, 2019, I think. Hell yeah. That's pretty good. What about you, Eli? How many games you got? 51. Ooh. Whoa. Whoa. Damn, son. That's right. It's pretty good. All right, I'm, I'm clocking in. Hardcore. In, uh, sort of in the middle there. I got 45 games played. Not too bad. I was surprised, actually. I thought, I don't know, I thought it would be less for some reason. Like... Because I definitely didn't earn that many Platinums in 2020. So, so it's like, huh, what were some of these games that, like... I, I certainly don't remember playing 45 distinct games, but hey, PlayStation... Yeah, I don't remember. You, you, you know how it goes, dude. You know how it goes. Yeah. All right, what about top three games? This one's pretty interesting. <laughs> Daryl, what do you got for this? I have Assassin's Creed Syndicate at number three, Battlefield okay. 1 at two, and Friday the Thirteenth, the game at number one. Wow! What are the hours? Yeah, what do you? What's your hours for Syndicate? I'm curious. Uh, Syndicate is sixty five. Battlefield One is ninety nine hours, and Friday Fuck. is one hundred and seventy one. Fuck! Ow. Wow! I mean, there was I'm like surprised a, by that. There was a couple months there where that was like your jam, you know. So mm-hmm. it, it makes sense, but I wonder too if they they just gave you your total time on that game because you played it a lot this year too because you played this prior right yeah and i played battlefield one a lot a long time ago so i don't Mm -hmm. know if that's like combining those hours from then and Mm -hmm. then 2020 because i don't think i played close to 100 hours this this past year Mm. you might you you might have dude (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you definitely you, you might have like 100 that's 200 that's a lot it is but it's 
we'll see when we get to mine. You guys will. I feel like it's pretty accurate. I feel like it's pretty accurate. But go go ahead, Eli. What what do you have for your top three? Give us your top three, and then your hours for each. Uh, so near Automata was three. Okay. Um, Dauntless was number two. Oh my god. <laughs> and Rocket League was number one. That is not surprising. <laughs> what, what, yeah. what was the hours on on those? So Nier was eighty three. Dauntless was one twenty three. And I wanted to talk about Dauntless for a second because I was thinking about it, and it's probably I probably was thinking about it way too deep, but I realized that Dauntless is just three D D three. It's just three D Diablo three. Yeah, kind of. There's not really, the, there's not really as the many mobs. Of, yeah, it's just a sprinkle yeah. of souls. Because mm-hmm. you're grinding for loot and gear mm-hmm. to get stronger and kill more monsters. Yep. And get more gear. Basically. There's even like the whole town portal and dungeons, basically. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I wanted to point out that's where I got my two rarest trophies came from Dauntless. Oh, hell yeah, dude. There you go. On PSM profile. So it's legit from against hunters. Yeah, they're like legit the rarest ones. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And then. So yeah, one thirty-two in Rocket League. One thirty-two. That's not as much as I thought, actually. No, because that's only PlayStation. Right. It doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't count the last month or two. Oh of PC. man. Yep. Mm-hmm. But hey, right. you had fun with it, and those those three games to me, thinking about your year, same for you, Daryl. Those I recall those games for you guys being like the ones you enjoyed the most. So I think it's pretty good, pretty representative, mm-hmm. right? How about yourself? mine was such a fucking letdown dude all right so my third place game is fall guys ultimate knockout at 49 hours in that game (laughs) (laughs) um and i'm still missing two trophies i could get one more trophy we've talked about before but i i'm not going to go for the infallible one so it's forever going to sit there uh my second place game was rogue company at 50 hours another banger of a game (laughs) And then, and then, and then, my first place game was Call of Duty Modern Warfare with 101 hours. So I think that was predominantly Warzone, because in late 2019, when I earned the platinum for this game, I had beaten. I'd played probably 30 to 40 hours of like campaign stuff. So this was mostly playing Warzone. And the funny thing is, I didn't play Warzone after like probably April of this year. So really, in the first four months of the year, I was playing a ton of COD, and then oh, yeah, and then dropped off to replace it with Rogue Company and Fall Guys. So oh yeah, pretty pr- pretty interesting though, because you know that means that my other forty-two games played this year were relatively low hours per game, which sounds yeah. about right given how I am with the games I choose to play. So yeah, pretty interesting. Also weird to not see Diablo on here, but I think that was because. I played a lot of Diablo in like late 2020 and then like in January of 2021. So, mm-hmm. all right. What about your top genre and your hours for that genre? What do you guys have? I didn't even put that on here. Oh, okay. All, everyone's action adventure. Like what? That's okay. That's stupid. fair. We'll, we'll skip it. We'll skip it for that. I'll tell you. Mine was first person shooter. So mine was the weird, oh, yeah. the odd one out. You're the only one that got something different. Because well, you played 101 hours in Yeah, but, but apparently I had 183 hours in that genre, which means I had another 82 hours of FPS somewhere in there. And mm. I'm like, okay, so I did Doom 2016. I did Doom mm-hmm. 64. And then I was, and we did Battlefield 1 together. So those all added. Yeah. And that game, The Blackout Club, I was playing for a while was technically first person. Mm. It wasn't a shooter, but I wonder if it counted in that total. So Yeah. I wonder how strict they are on that too. Like Rogue companies, like considered oh, yeah, a, third, a shooter. I know, right? But it's third person. I mean, does Sony's 
data collection really know those? I don't know. It seems. Yeah, it seems a bit weird, right? Anyway, uh, let's go total hours of gameplay. I'll start off this one. Uh, I had 806 hours played in 2020, which honestly was less than I thought that it would be given uh, COVID and quarantine. I had a good one. I got 1,069. Oh, <laughs> very That's nice. Right. Damn. (laughs) Barely beat me. What'd you have? I have 1,025, which Mm. is way more than I thought. People I know who don't even really game that much this year had like 1,400 hours, 1,500 hours, (laughs) just because there was like nothing else to do. How much of that time is from like idling and stuff as well? Because like Mm -hmm. that seems like a lot of time. Maybe it's true. Well, I don't idle and I I don't do rest mode on my PlayStation. So for me, this is like legit hours. Right. Yeah. So if I had 51 games and the top ones were like close to 100, I mean, I guess that's probably pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Nonetheless, I know some people in the community had a lot more, but yeah, I was surprised. I thought I would have more. Honestly, I would have more. Um, so there's the hours played locally versus online. I don't know if you guys have that one, so we can skip it if needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't bring that up. It's like I have like a, for some reason Rocket League hours don't count on as online. I don't think. Oh, it's weird. I wonder it if it's, like, it's like a in a party or something. Yeah. Um, days played in 2020. So this is not like your cumulative time, right? This is like how many unique days did you have your PlayStation on in 2020? And so mine was 280. Mine was 303. Mine was, <laughs> like the mine band. 320. Oh, damn. And that, and it was mostly on Saturday nights. Shout out to Community Night. Let's go. Oh, there you go. Yeah, mine was mostly on evenings on Sunday. It was my prime time. But my second place was Friday, and my third place was... Oh, sorry. My second place was Saturday. My third place was Friday. So mostly weekends. Like, Monday through Thursday, it's really low for me. <laughs> mine was on Monday. I don't even know why. <laughs> <laughs> you get home from work on Monday, you're like, fuck it, dude. <laughs> Friday, Friday the 13th, turn it on. <laughs> Yeah, I think for the days played for me, why mine is less maybe is because there's times when I'm like playing League only. So that's PC, right? Or I was playing Master Chief Collection. And then, you know, I did like take some trips, like weekend trips and stuff this year. Not that you guys didn't, but I think it kind of, and then like, you know, certain holidays you're not playing and stuff. So yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised mine was almost only 320. I think that's because of the PC. Yeah. Because um, last year it was almost every single day. It was like 360 or something like that. I think mine was, I, yeah, close to that I as well. I pretty much turn it on every day, at least. I might not play anything, but I might just turn it on, check a sale, yep. or turn it on, think I'm going to play, and I don't, or something <laughs> like that. Open Netflix, so like, think I'm going to watch something, go to YouTube yeah. instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. like, I'm surprised it's not more. And I, that's probably those last 40 days or probably the last couple days of the year I had my PC. Probably. Uh, let's see. Oh, go ahead. Oh, you're good. I was uh, was just going to see if there was another. Oh, total trophies uh, earned. Yep. And then our totals for the trophies. So, all right. Yeah, I'll I'll go first. My my total trophies earned in 2020 was 884. Oh. And my platinums, I had 19 platinums. I had 91 golds. I had 209 silvers and 565 bronzes. The only thing I will say is it should have been 20 Platinums, but fucking Roko glitched on me. And so, you know, it's 19. That's what I got. Very nice. I had a pretty good year. Uh, 2019, I had 565, but last year I had 
719. Ooh, doggy. Um, I got a lot of trophies in all the categories. I had 481 bronzes, 148 silvers, 74 golds, and 16 notorious platinum. <laughs> <laughs> 16 illustrious platinum. <laughs> nice. 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 So I earned 882 trophies. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> but my ratio makes up for it. Okay. I had 459 bronzes. Oh wow. 168 silvers. Uh huh. 224 golds. Wow! Holy crap! More golds than silvers. That's pretty yeah. wild, actually. How about that? How about that? How about that? Catch me outside. Catch me outside with 31 plats. 31? Holy moly, dude. That's Very wild. Nice. A couple that... hundreds in there, I think, too. Oh Dauntless my... was 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Like, mine, I guess it doesn't count. Like, I did 100% on the Castlevania collection and on Doom 64, so those aren't, like, included in there either. But mm-hmm. either way, like, wow, that's pretty crazy. I only beat you by two bronzes. <laughs> they're coming in, they're coming in yeah. clutch. Yeah. Damn. All right. Good stuff. Well, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, the last thing that I would say is the theme that they offer you. It's kind of bunk. Dude, this it's year. baller. What are you talking about? Kind of bunk. What do you mean that baller? That theme is sick. It's just, I uh, love that it's, theme. It's just silver and white. It's super sexy. It's super sleek. I don't know, dude. I you don't. Got, you got bad taste. <laughs> you got, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking what, mate? <laughs> you fucking. The theme is sick. You fucking love- what, mate? It's. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to say, though, it doesn't work on the PlayStation 5, so sorry to Banana and Slugger who have PlayStation 5s. I was like, God, this team, this team's so sick, and they're like, ah, we can't even use it. I just feel like the... I just I just feel like the theme in the 2019 one was a lot cooler, and I liked how it gave you, like, a different, like, icon based on, like, your main genre. Remember that? So, like, if you were mm-hmm. action-adventure, you got one thing. You're There's, like, Speed Demon. There was, like, all these different ones, but I well, mean, you got yeah. them all. You obtained them all. Yeah, that's true. You but but you had them. like your. They gave you like this is what you. I guess it's mm-hmm. no different than them saying like your primary genre was this. They um, probably realized that literally everybody was action adventure because <laughs> they just consider that like the game. Every game is an adventure. What the f- the fuck? Yeah, every game is action adventure nowadays. Definitely the case. You could also but, say the same thing for like RPG. <laughs> like almost every game is an RPG to some extent. So. Um, no, nowadays that's for sure well that was cool i appreciate you guys uh taking the time to go through that with me hopefully you had mm-hmm. fun looking at that I'm, I'm the winner obviously mm-hmm. in total trophies earned so <laughs> i don't know if you look at total trophies earned and i had the least amount of time and least days played i mean all i'm gonna say is uh min maxing over here okay i mean i guess <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, <laughs> let's let's move on back to uh, a segment that we're doing pretty regularly now. Hopefully, you all have been enjoying it on the listening side, uh, which is we're gonna review some trophy lists for newly released games. Typically, the last couple episodes we've done one larger list. This time, we're gonna do two smaller lists. So we're gonna be talking about Little Nightmares Two and Destruction All Stars. Do you, you two have a preference on which one we discuss first? Uh, I said we do Destruction All-Stars first. Okay, let's go ahead and take a look at 
Destruction All-Stars, which of course was a PlayStation fr uh, uh, what the fuck? PlayStation Plus <laughs> free title for uh for this month. Uh but it is a PlayStation 5 exclusive. So none of us are able to play this little gem here. Uh right off the bat, you know, looking at the guide, it's got a 5 out of 10 difficulty single playthrough, which is weird, it's a multiplayer game, so I don't know how they quantify um, that. The, the, I want to point out quick. Yeah, sorry go to ahead. No, go ahead. Difficulty go ahead. was something I wanted to bring up where one site says five, the other one states like six up to seven. Okay. Based on boosting. So it seems like a really weird oh, okay. so thing it's, they can't judge. It's got a lot. That's a pretty big range. It is. I guess it's similar to Fall Guys in a way where it's like, how can you really say how difficult? I mean, like, if you take out the infallible trophy, right? Let's just take, let's take the list for Fall Guys without infallible. The difficulty for that would be all over the place. Like, how, how good are you at the game? Are you playing with a lobby of people that you know that can kind of help you when you get to the finals and stuff? I guess this is pretty similar to that. So I feel like, yeah, they might have both suffered from the same thing where these sites are rushing out these guides when the game... The, so single-player games you get early and you can, like, decide how hard it is. But with a multiplayer game, you can't just get that early... And so maybe they kind of rushed out the guides without being able to play multiplayer or just like turned it on, tried it, and then wrote the guide, mm -hmm. right? Because there's no, you know what I'm saying? No, I do. I get what you're saying. You know, you yeah. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I definitely get what you're saying. I would, I agree. It's, it's tough to quantify like difficulty with these multiplayer only games. Honestly, it's mm -hmm. so skill dependent. And again, do you have a lobby? Are you boosting? Those kinds of things, like we're saying. So I'm looking mm -hmm. at PSM profiles, which says five, but I understand, yeah, it could be a range, probably, honestly, anywhere from like three to seven in difficulty, depending on, maybe this is just your jam. Like you hop on here and you're like, I'm fucking good at this game. I'm kicking ass, <laughs> you know? You are the destruction all-star. Yeah. Um, the distribution is pretty good, I think, actually. It's got 29 trophies total. It's got one, the platinum, obviously. But five golds, 17 silvers, and six bronzes. So pretty heavy on the silver front. And uh, yeah, supposedly only 20 hours, according to the PSN guide. I doubt that that's the case. But what do you guys think yeah. overall, sort of just like general impressions of the list? Anything stand out to you or anything like that? Well, the list looks pretty straightforward. Mm -hmm. You know, some tutorial. I guess there's a story that gives a little... A uh, little lore on each of the 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 all stars, and then like three starring all those story missions or something along those lines. Yeah, I think it's the and game it's... types in multiplayer, is what it is. Like there's different modes, and you have to three star each of the modes or something at some point. Yeah. Again, we haven't and played it, so that's just my takeaway from it. Yeah, and then some class slash combat specific. Got to have combat related trophies, you know. Right. <laughs> of course. Yeah, there's a couple okay. grindy ones, like, like the all-star trophy, is a, which is a gold, is to win 50 online matches. Doesn't seem that bad, though, compared to Roko's win 100 matches. <laughs> and, yeah. and even winning 20 rounds or whatever it was called in Fall Guys seemed more difficult than this, but kind of hard to say. So winning 50 online, and then the other grindy one is win at least one match with each all-star, which is, again, reminiscent of the Roko, like win, uh, mm -hmm. win a match with eight different rogues, so to speak. So yeah. a little bit of everything, but it, it is a relatively straightforward list for a multiplayer game. 
You know, this is this doesn't seem like one that would be horrible to add to your list. You know, it seems doable. Yeah, sure. It, it, that's what we that's what we always say <laughs> I'm not, about these. But I'm not it, saying that ever again. Yeah, it's. <laughs> what about you, Daryl? So, what do you think? Uh, I like the list. I um, appearance wise, I do like the the artwork behind the trophies. Yeah, it kind of looks like something you would see like as an emoji one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has some pretty cool designs, and the colors are pretty uh, cool. They kind of match the overall aesthetics of the game. Mm-hmm. I do like that all the trophies have like the teal background, and they made the distinction with the platinum. They kind of gave it like a star and uh, like a hot pink color. Yeah, that was like pretty pretty cool. That's something I noticed. I do like there's some pretty nice trophy titles. There's one that has kind of like a play on words, recognized. Yep, I like that one as uh, well. And uh, stars and cars collide. Pretty pretty dope title. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if this was like an oversight, but I'm not sure why they went with all stars with the no space in between. That was a little odd. That is weird, huh? I didn't notice yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, and you then, didn't know uh, it's actually all's tar (laughs) yeah that's true i went into the forums on psn profiles just to kind of get a feel for what trophy hunters were saying about this game Mm -hmm. and um it seems like everybody's kind of approaching this game carefully because like you guys have said it looks easy but a lot of people are worried after kind of jumping into fall guys um and a lot of people are saying, oh, thank goodness there's no infallible trophy. And then you got the other side saying, this game should have an infallible light trophy. <laughs> oh, fuck that, dude. That better not become the new standard for multiplayer games. That would be awful. <laughs> I would say the one that's kind of similar to infallible is like the All-Star 150 online matches. I hear that's kind of giving a lot of people a tough time. But I think there's ways you can kind of go about it. I think you will have to do it um, like team-based modes. I mm-hmm. think that's the easiest way to do it. It's not overly challenging, but it's not impossible. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to point out, since we're talking about the 50 wins, that Slugger was playing this last night and was uh, commenting on all his shitty teammates, kind of like kind of like a Rocket League salt, you know? Mm-hmm. But it was not the same. They were quitting... Uh, so they were just quitting on him. And he wasn't sure if they were quitting or if there was like a suspicious server complications, but it was making him really making it really hard for him to win anything. Mm. So not sure what the server situation is, but it could be that, could be people just quitting, but it does seem to be he gave up. He was playing something else by the end of the night. Yeah, I wonder but- I, I do think this game is going to suffer a bit by being a PlayStation 5 only game, honestly. Like, we know how hard it is to get PlayStation 5s right now, unless you were lucky enough to get it in the initial like dump of them. And so, mm. I don't know. It just seems weird to tie this game to it. It's a free-to-play game already, right? Or in the sense that it's offered on Plus first. And when they've done that with games in the past that have succeeded, like Rocket League is a good example of that, and Fall Guys, they did it on a platform that had over 100 million you know, users, whereas, like, there's probably, what, like, 13 to 15 million PlayStation 5s out in the wild? I could be a little short on that, but it's, like, it just doesn't seem like a smart idea to tie it to that, and that base isn't going to grow anytime soon, so 
I don't know. The server issue is an interesting thing to bring up. I wonder if maybe they were just boosting, you know, those people in that lobby were maybe just quitting on purpose to, like, let someone else win or something. I'm not sure. Mm. But, uh, yeah. or It's either that or, like, when you play the game enough, you you know pretty immediately, like, I'm not going to win this one. <laughs> so I'm, yeah. I'm leaving once I know that I'm not going to win that title or whatever it is. Yeah. Sounds a lot like Rogue Company. Uh-huh. Yeah. After you does. get smashed in that first round, people started leaving. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Looks like there's four and a half million PS5 sold. Four and a half. So even like even worse, dude. I mean, like, yeah, that's awful. I mean, it's not awful. Those are great numbers considering that there's not many out there. But like, I don't know. That's a that's a really weird decision. We'll see. We'll see how it ends up going. But I don't think that by the time more people have a PS5, there's going to be interest in this game still. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, if you do have a PS5 and you've played this game, you know, let us know some initial thoughts on it. It's kind of hard to say, given that we can't really access it, how difficult it would be. But the mm-hmm. list, again, appears to be straightforward. <laughs> appears to be not too bad. Keyword appears. Right. Yeah. Right. I was also interested to learn that this was not like a Twisted Metal spinoff, but a Destruction Derby spinoff. What is that? Never even heard of that game. So I actually own this game on PS2 from way back. It was actually in one of those old school game crazy like half cases, you know, those the slim ones. Mm-hmm. You ever have those? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was in one of those. And it was actually one of the first games I let my son play after the necessary Nintendo Mario initiation to games. Sure. But it's it's a racing destruction game. And there's there's races. And they, they typically go in, like, some figure eight. So, of course, there's a lot of collisions. And then there's, like, arena derbies where you're in a confined space with a ton of cars. And you're just going around blowing people up, running into them, picking up power-ups, fixing your car. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty fun. I used to like it back in the day. I played a bunch. Hmm. That sounds, my son sounds liked pretty it cool. For a little bit. But didn't last long. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a rock, was, he's a Rocket League boy. Yeah, he's yeah. Where's the boots? Where's the flying? <laughs> Where's the boots? What is that? What you... <laughs> the boots. Oh, oh, the boots. I thought you said, "Where's the boots?" I was like, "That's the most Canadian thing I've ever heard." Where's the boots? Where's the, where's the boots? <laughs> I love uh, boots. Oh man. Yeah. What the hell, Zayden? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Cool. Um, yeah, I would say overall, like, looks like a, a pretty good list. I, I don't have I don't have strong opinions on it one way or the other, other than I agree with you, Daryl. The artwork is cool. Uh, it's very 80s looking. It also kind of reminds me of that, like, Sunset Overdrive game where it's really, like, bright neon popping sort of animation and colors. And uh, I like the trophy distribution quite a bit. So, yeah, I'll leave it at that. Be curious to hear what other people have to say if you've played the game. Let us know in the comments, or you can uh, let us know in the Discord, whatever works. Let's move on to the other game we're discussing, which is uh, much different in tone, <laughs> and that is uh, Little Nightmares 2. Now, I have not played this first game, but obviously, Daryl, you talked to us about this game not too long ago on the show, and the difficulty of the speedrun trophy in that game so coming into this one, I was expecting the list to be pretty difficult. And from what I've seen, it doesn't appear to be the case at all. And actually, the game is already sitting at a almost 13% completion for the Platinum on PSN profiles. The game's been out only two days. So 
yeah, pretty incredible. What do you guys think about the little Nightmares 2 list? I'm, I'm right there with you. It doesn't look hard at all. Um, I'm a little bummed it's not having, like, the heart to the core trophy on this game. Which one is that? Is that the running one? Yeah, it's the one where you beat the game in less than an hour without dying. Yeah. I was kind of expecting that to make a return on this game. Um, just because it would be that much sweeter when you pop the plat. But I'll take the platinum over that trophy. This game does have a platinum this time around. And it has a whole lot more trophies this time. This one has 35 trophies compared to the 22 trophies in Little Nightmares 1. Oh, wow. Yeah. So a little bit more trophies. Does that include the DLC? The 22? Um, you know what? That's just the base game. Okay. okay. Got it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks easy. Um, there's not much more I can say about it. It just looks really easy. Yeah, it, it does look easy. I would say the, the Platinum Trophy artwork is kind of cool. I like the like little character coming out of the trophy, right? And I do like the overall artwork for the trophies. But what I'm kind of of a mixed opinion on, Eli, I'll be curious what you have to think about this. These games where the trophy description doesn't really tell you how to get the trophy, right? Like, it's just, it's very cryptic. So, for example, there's a trophy that's, like, far ahead is the name of the, of the trophy. And it says, hats are very important to some people. What? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> WTF. <laughs> yeah, now I know the first game did the same thing, right? So it's not yeah. new for this franchise. They're kind of carving out a little niche for themselves with their trophies. But it is, uh, I, I would find this to be incredibly annoying if I worked with, like, power picks or something like that. Because it's like, wow, what the fuck do I have to do to get these trophies? You know, like, you're just kind of experimenting throughout the game as you go. It's almost sort of like playground discussion knowledge of, like, oh, yeah, you actually have to do this thing to get this trophy. And, like, you know, it's like, it's really, it's really cryptic. So what do you guys think about when games do that and sort of this style of a, of a list? Well, before I go on with that, um, actually, the 23 trophies is including the DLC, so I, I made a little oh. miscall there. So How dare you? 22 trophies for <laughs> all the base game trophies and the DLCs. So Okay. Okay. Needed to correct that, but Appreciate as far it. as what you're saying, Colin, it did bug, bug me when I played the first game because I really did not know what to do, and then beating the game and trying to figure out what trophies I was missing um that didn't help either so i was forced to rely on the guide but you know i think it's a good way to avoid spoiling the game for yourself yeah most of us will be looking at the trophies and sometimes we'll see things that we're not you know we don't want to see and could potentially ruin the story for us that, that was kind of like my approach to it like okay i already know that this is what the trophy list is going to bring us but you know i don't want to get too far into trying to decipher what it means because i'm trying to like not have this game ruined for me so i like that it's still mysterious in this way but for other people like trophy hunters you know getting into the series for the first time you know they might not even know if this is an easy or a hard list so it could turn people from playing a really good game yeah that's true that's true um i think what it reminds me of is uh, Inside and Limbo. 
games from Playdead Studio we've talked about before on the show. Those games did a similar thing in having cryptic trophy lists. And they're all four of these games are sort of like, they're not 2D, but they're semi-2D platformer puzzle games 2. with 5. like, uns- yeah, they're like two point, there you go. Thank you, Eli. They're 2.5D with like unsettling atmosphere and a little bit of horror, right? So I think that the Little Nightmares games are definitely taking some cues from Inside and from Limbo, not only in terms of like how they're designing their games and the type of games they like to make, but also in the way that they're structuring their trophies. And maybe it is for the reasons you said, which is to avoid spoilers for stuff. But I yeah. think it lends itself well to these types of horror games. Mm-hmm. You know, even the trophies are horrid. Yeah, um, that's true. But yeah, because I think they weren't very clear after reading the guide that I found on. It looks like it's pronounced Dangles Game Guides. But for everyone out there listening, it's D-A-Y-N-G-L-S GameGuides.com mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. where I found this guide. And they, I mean, they tell you what to do there, but um, they still, some aren't very obvious, of course. But some of them are, kind of. You know, I feel like they didn't stick totally to the script. Like, they have some cool names, like, what's in the box? And that's a trophy for opening the fridge. I mean, that's pretty... Yeah. You know, you just have to be aware of your surroundings. Yeah. And and have, you know, looked at the list. But like you said, some of the, like, far, far away, what the hell does that have to do with hats? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so it doesn't feel like they're all like that, which seems even weirder. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But like you know, medicine medicine ball for throwing the ball at his hands, grabbing at you or something, that's that's a bit of a stretch. Mm-hmm. So I think they're kind of all over the place. Those were those were my like initial thoughts and yeah. Um, but with the guy, it makes it pretty easy to complete. I'm sure that's. I don't know where this guide came from. I don't know how someone would even truly know what triggered those trophies. Yeah, that's you know, fair like, too. Yeah. But, you know, is it is it an insider job? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always curious about that there? with the first couple days of a game coming out. Like, I yeah, I really would love to at some point speak to someone who does guides, like, for trophies and really say, like, okay, when a game comes out, like, what's the process here? Like, you're, you're like, the front line in terms of, like, collectibles and all this stuff. Like, how do you go about even doing that? It's so interesting to me. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. The game the game looks cool. I'm I am interested in it. I'm not gonna pay thirty dollars for it, but it seems uh really cool. And I like the artwork for the game or the art style for the game a lot. And now that there's a platinum that is considerably easier, it sounds like, than the first game, you know, maybe it's maybe it's worth checking out once we get into Spooktober. I'm sure it'll be on sale once we get closer to October this year. So yeah. um but yeah, Daryl, did you pick up this game? You said I can't remember. I did actually. It came in the mail yesterday. I had planned to play it, um, but I took on a DIY project last night, and it took me ugh, way longer than I expected it to. And I ended up not playing it. So uh, I'll keep you guys up to date on the next episode on what my thoughts are about it. Yeah, no worries. I know a, a couple other community members had talked about picking it up as well. So. Yeah, I think if I if I get around to it, I would want to do Little Nightmares 1 first. But um, 
my pet, we were talking about backlogs earlier. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't, pick I don't, it up. Yeah, I mean, I, ju- I just bought Assassin's Creed Syndicate last night on a whim Ooh. as well because it was on sale for nine bucks. After, it. yeah, I'm whimming it, dude. You know, I'm still working with some credit from Christmas in the store, so I'm not like actually spending money, which is making me feel better about it. But it's not helping my backlog situation at all. So, anyway, <laughs> yep. That sounded like it hurt. It does, dude. It hurts. <laughs> hurts quite a bit. Fucking hurts. <laughs> oh, man. So, anyway, um, distribution really quickly. Did we talk about this? There's three golds, 15 silvers, 16 platinums. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Or sorry, sixteen bronzes. <laughs> yeah, definitely pick this game pick up. Pick this game up. Yeah. It's glitched as fuck. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, three golds, fifteen silvers, sixteen bronzes. So I think a pretty good uh, distribution there. I like the the heavy weight on the silvers for that this list, and also for the uh, destruction all stars list. So help out your ratios a bit, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I've, I you know I'm curious. I'll check it out at some point. And I would recommend if you're into platformers, especially like spooky platformers, this seems like a good one with a relatively easy list. So have at it. Anything you guys want to add before we move on? I do like some of the artwork and the uh, the trophy list. Like uh-huh. everything's black and white. It follows the same theme except for X best friends, where it's an actual like X-ray shot. Of oh the yeah, that the was game. cool. <laughs> That's the only difference. And I kind of wish games were a little bit more creative with their platinum uh, artwork. Mm-hmm. Like how there's the main character inside of the platinum trophy. Right. I kind of wish they would do something like that for all games instead of like just putting a trophy or something so common nowadays. You know, be a little bit more creative if you're going to put a lot of creativity behind the other artwork. Yeah. It should match. The curtain should match the drapes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's a nice one. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I agree. I agree. I Most of the time when I earn a platinum, I'm like, eh, this icon's kind of ass. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, it's really it's really not that great. There's an exception to that that I've experienced recently. We'll talk about here in the, in the coming segment. But, um, yeah, I agree with you very much. All right, so with that, after the, the list discussions, hopefully you guys have enjoyed that. Let's go ahead and move on to uh, what we have been playing. And uh, maybe, I can't remember actually who went first last time. Do you guys remember who went first? Do you want? Do anyone have a preference on who wants to go first? Maybe, Gerald, do you, you want to go, go first? I'll go first. Well, you go first. I'm going to go first this time, boys. So uh, I've had a pretty productive couple weeks, I would say. So first things first, I finished up really recently, actually, AC Rogue, which uh, was a fun 45 to 50 hour <laughs> grind there. Um, by the end of the game, I was definitely feeling pretty over it, I have to say. I was like forcing myself to log on and kind of, you know, it was all the stuff that I hate at the end of the Assassin's Creed games where it's like crafting every single upgrade for my character and, you know, like doing optional like 100% sinks in the main mission, stuff like that, where I played this game in such a way that by the time I got to the end, I had 100%ed the map already. All the collectibles were already picked up. Everything was done and clear. So it was really just me riding around an already cleared map, like hunting animals or like quick traveling to spawn in convoys and stuff like that. So the last 10 to 15 hours were were kind of a slog. But I I do think that overall... The game is quite good. 
for an Assassin's Creed game. And I certainly didn't do myself any favors with how I played the game. I played it mostly in party chat. So the story was kind of like taking a backseat to me from the gameplay, which was just this loop of like finding a new place I haven't discovered yet, getting all the collectibles, clearing out the settlement or whatever it is, and then like getting back in my ship and going to the next one. So it's no fault of the game. It's just how I played it. It was probably not great for the story. But I, I do, I really enjoy it, and I'm happy that I went back and, and played this game, having missed it, you know, back in the day when it came out. This was the last Assassin's Creed to be released on the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 era. Um, it released the same day as Assassin's Creed Unity launched on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. So, if you've missed this game, I recommend you go and check it out. It, uh, I didn't find it to be very difficult at all, other than the legendary ship battles. And even in there, by the time I played them, my ship was 100% maxed out and upgraded. So I only struggled with the final legendary ship battle that spawns once you've completed all the other ones. And it, it still only took me maybe three... No, it's probably more than that. It probably took me five tries to do. So wasn't that bad. And... Uh, it made me realize how much I miss the classical style of Assassin's Creed, I will say. So I really liked it. Um, Daryl, you've played Rogue, right? So what's kind of your, what's your thinking on what I have to say about that? I think you're accurate. Um, it's been a while since I played that game. And um, when I did play it a long time ago on the 360, um, I, I liked the whole story aspect to it. Mm -hmm. It was definitely disheartening for me to like start killing uh the assassin's oh, order yeah yeah because you know we've had several games where we're the protagonist and then having to turn on them it was a little tough sometimes to pull that blade on them but it it was definitely a a cool addition to the series it definitely uh took a different route to make the series more uh well how do you call it kind of like spicing up the series a bit yeah yeah it was a cool, um, cool aspect to it, and it, it did kind of explore some other characters a little bit more. Not a whole lot, but it yeah. did like provide some backstory on some characters. I I was just thinking right now, wasn't Achilles in that game? Yeah, Achilles was in that game. Ottawale is in the game, and uh, Hatham Kenway is in the game too. Who is your? Okay. Who's the father of Connor in AC three? Right. Right. So it so, does tie in nicely with AC3 and Black Flag. I feel like those three games actually really kind of tie together very well as a as like a sort of set trilogy in the same way that like AC2 Revelations and uh, Brotherhood kind of all tie together. So it, it is nice. Like it's a really tight package there. I think it's good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, it also... I'm glad you. Uh, I was kind of there that moment when I told you to to pay attention to the very end. I think we were in party chat mm -hmm. that night, mm -hmm. and uh, you kind of see how it ties in with Unity, right? Yeah, that was really cool, actually. Um, I've played Unity for about ten to fifteen hours back on the Xbox One, but I never finished the game. But I obviously remember that beginning, and it's it's even cooler when you consider that it came out the same day and date as Unity did, right? So the two games that they released on the same day actually tied together really well. And I just thought that was a, a really nice idea 
from Ubisoft to do that. So, yeah. Um, I would also say the setting was really interesting for the game, like the the North Atlantic sort of ice and um, you know, like the snow and the frozen tundra sort of atmosphere. The shipwrecks that were like encased in the in the ice in the snow, as opposed to Black Flag, where the shipwrecks are like more in tropical settings and stuff. It was a very it was a smart way that Ubisoft used the same engine that they'd already created and honed in Black Flag to make a different experience. So I thought that that was great. And uh, yeah, it definitely reignited in me a little love of the franchise. Uh, because not going to lie, after Platinuming Origins back in the day, I was like, fuck yeah, I'm all in on Assassin's Creed stuff. And then Odyssey really, really turned me off from, from the franchise again. So it's nice to have that interest rekindled you know what's up that was quick what was quick what the next game oh yeah oh yeah let's go next game oh no yeah dude i got so (laughs) fucked on that i like pre-ordered it the hundred dollar edition and yeah you remember i just yeah anyway (laughs) so uh i'll leave it at that for ac rogue that was like the big game that i had actually uh spun up on the backlog picker so thank you to the community for voting on that game i'm very happy i got to platinum it and play it and um, the other game, I started Salt and Sanctuary. I think I'm going to leave that for the next episode because I'm only about five or six hours in right now. So the other game that I'll talk about for today is a little game called Habroxia 2, which was developed and released by Lilymo Games uh, a little earlier this month. I think it was February 3rd or something like that, if I remember correctly. But either way, it's about a six to eight hour platinum game experience. It... Uh, it's a arcade-style retro shooter where you control a little spaceship and go through levels horizontally or vertically, fighting waves of enemies, and you eventually culminate every level in a boss fight. At the end of every boss fight, you get coins and uh, sort of like currency that you use to upgrade your ship and make the subsequent levels easier. And there's a new game plus mode in this one. There is a boss rush mode, and then there's like a time attack mode as well, with trophies tied to all of them. Uh, and I know that sounds like a lot, but realistically, like the first, I downloaded the game at uh, 5 p.m. after work one day. By 7 p.m. that same day, I was at like 79% completion on the list, and I finished it up the following day. So um, I really like this game. It's it's not difficult if you are into these style of retro arcade shooters. But I could understand struggling with it for a little bit initially until you kind of get your sea legs, so to speak. And uh, I actually found the hardest levels in the game to be the first three levels because you're kind of, you know, figuring it out. And after that, you just kind of cruise through it. Um, There is a New Game Plus mode, like I said, so you do have to beat the game twice, but it's it's pretty short. So don't let that deter you from, from going through it. And it's kind of fun to go through it again with all your upgrades and stuff on your ship anyway, and you just blast through stuff. So, you know, I played the first game a couple years ago for this and really enjoyed it. This is the same studio that did Twin Breaker, Perils of Baking, which Eli and I have both played as well. And, uh, yeah, it's just a, it's a fun little palate cleanser game. It's, uh, it's $10 right now on PlayStation 4, and you can also play it, I believe, on Xbox One, Switch, and the Vita. So, yeah, check it out if you want a good palate cleanser. Yeah, sounds like a good Vita game. I did play the first one. I, I don't know if I'm going to pick this one up, but how did you think it compared 
Did it get, did it get better? Say, yeah. It more got... of the good, same good stuff. Yeah. I did relate yeah. to the, uh, it being hard at first, but is it similar and how fast it gets easier? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's similar in that regard. It's more of the same in terms of like the level design, right? There's a, there's more enemy variety this go around and there's more power-ups and upgrades you can do for your ship. So, like, you can fully upgrade your ship. The nice thing is there are no trophies tied to ship upgrades, so you don't need to be like, oh, man, I got to grind out currency to fully upgrade my ship. There's nothing tied to that. You can just do it to make it easier if you want. Some nice additions were that they added sort of an overworld map, so in between stages, some of them will have branching paths with, like, alternate routes, so you can, like, go through a level and it'll take you to level 2A, but if you go back to level one, there was actually a secret route with a secret boss that took you to level two B, right? And so yeah. you can, like, in between levels, you have this world map that's just basically like the view of a galaxy, like, and then you just move your ship to the next level. So sort of like old school Nintendo Mario games, right? Yeah. And uh, so that was a nice addition. And there is a story to the game uh, written by Colin Moriarty of Colin's Last Stand and Last Stand Media. So if you guys know that show. Um, so anyway, like... It's it's a good story. It doesn't get in your way. It's not as like in your face as Twin Breaker was. There's just like a little bit of a like couple little dialogue and cutscene things in the beginning that are pretty short and retro. And then at the end of the game, there's a cutscene and there's a, a separate cutscene at the end of the game if you did the New Game Plus ending. And there is a reference to Twin Breaker in there, so it ties in kind of nicely. But yeah, I, I think it's cool. I think it's better than the first game. But if you don't like this style of game, I could understand not wanting to, to give it a go, you know? That's pretty cool they tied them in because they're both space games, so... Exactly. Makes sense. Yep. Exactly. Makes sense. So that's me for this week. Who wants to, uh, who wants to go next? I'll go next. <laughs> All right, let's uh, hear about the Lordran Adventures. <laughs> I gotta, gotta drink my DNA-encoded drink first. It better be a Get that kombucha. Uh, mm -hmm. there, you, there you go. I've gone through a couple so far. I've had water and Herba Mate Rebel Berry, so only the two drinks I'm allowed to drink at this time. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, I've been playing Dark Souls. I've um, been progressing fairly slowly into the game. I'm currently in Blight Town right now. Ugh. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, that. Yeah. I've only been in it for like an hour and I'm already hating it. You've been there an hour, it feels like a year. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. yeah uh, I'm, but it, it's good progress. You know, I'm still hanging with it. It's a little difficult at times, but I, I like it. Um, I'm, I'm finally buying into this whole Dark Souls hype now. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So what are you going with in terms of, like, your build? You know, how are you approaching the game now that you've spent probably, what, like, 10 to 15 hours with it? Yeah, I've been going... I've been trying to, like, upgrade my guy's strength. Okay. Uh, vitality and uh, endurance. Mm -hmm. Those are, like, the, the three attributes I'm focusing on. And I haven't really been doing a whole lot of inventory management. I haven't really upgraded my weapon. I'm still running with the battle axe I got from the very beginning. Um, surprisingly, I defeated that with the Gaping Dragon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, very odd name for a boss. 
Yeah. I, I couldn't help but think of like an exploded butthole with tentacles coming out of it during that whole fight. It is, it's quite a weird boss design. Yeah. But it was a cool fight. I did like <laughs> fighting that boss. It has a really... Dark Souls has a really cool way of making you feel very small during boss fights. And mm -hmm. I like that mm -hmm. because it makes you feel like such a badass when you finally kill the boss. Yeah, I agree. Um, the did Bell Gargles was pretty cool. Um, it did take me several tries to beat that, but I finally overcame it. And it was such a fun time seeing like the victory achieve come up on screen. Hell yeah. I was considering putting that game down. I was like, dude, this is not fair. This is not fair. <laughs> you thought that was bad, and then you found the Capra Demon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that, that was another one that was fun to defeat as well. It, uh, I'm glad you brought up that strat, because I don't think I would have beaten it uh, fairly. So I, I took that one strat, just like going up the stairs, and yeah, for, it, it worked. The gargoyles or the Capra no Demon the Capra Demon Capra Demon yeah okay. yeah but um, yeah I'm currently in Blighttown I'm at seven percent so far on the trophy list so I'm not sure how close I am to popping the next trophy but um I'm making some good progress on it yeah it's basically every boss is gonna be a trophy for you every covenant you find is gonna be a trophy and uh, yeah it's it's gonna be slow going but you're I think you're past the more sort of daunting part of the game once you get through Blighttown. And, uh, the bosses and the level design opens up a bit more, let's say. And uh, okay. you, you get a bit... It's a very different feel. The areas feel very distinct. And um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Blighttown, when I played that game on the 360, was notoriously bad for having lag and and shit so it would run at like 10 fps on the 360 and it was just the worst because obviously there's a lot of verticality in that level it's dark you can fall off and die immediately you can get poisoned you can get knocked back from those dudes shooting blow darts at you and die immediately it's just fucking wild but it's it's actually a really cool area in the sense that like anywhere you see you can actually get to so I don't know if you've gotten far enough in to notice like how how like vertically massive that area is like you can you start at the top so to speak and you work your way down but like you can actually get to everything you see at the bottom so um yeah you'll have you'll have fun with it <laughs> and once you get through it you'll feel uh you'll feel better off for it so it's gonna be good i would recommend yeah, no. you start upgrading your weapon though uh if you haven't used like titanite shards on your weapon to get it to be a bit stronger you're going to start running into some difficulty with just having the right damage output. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably work on that. And, uh, yeah, I, I agree. I, there was some times where I was in Blighttown and looking afar and down below, I was thinking, can I really get to those places? Because mm -hmm. I was just thinking that was like some background, like addition to the game, but you know, being dark souls, I figured why the hell not? Yep, exactly. Exactly. Very nice. Well, I'm glad to hear you're progressing. Um, I don't know if you saw or if the listeners know, there's a big in Japan sale going on right now. So Dark Souls Remastered is on sale. I believe it's $20 down from 40 But the, the biggest savings that I saw was Dark Souls 2, Scholar of the First Sin Edition, is uh, $9.99 right now down from $40. So really heavily discounted on that game. And Dark Souls 3 is on sale as well as the Season Pass. 
So that's in my cart right now. There you go. Yep. The ten, the ten bucks for a scholar of the first sin is an amazing deal. I mean, you're gonna get eighty to hundred hours out of that game easily. Yeah. So I do want to comment that that two is always on sale. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you're watching your your backlog like a lot of us are, <laughs> it's gonna be on sale again, and that's the always the cheapest one. Yep. Yep. I agree. Very good. Well, uh, I wish you good luck in your journeys, sir, as you continue through the world of Dark Souls. Thank you. Yeah, I'll be curious to hear, too, what you have to say about Little Nightmares next time if you get a chance to play it over the next couple of weeks. So. Oh, yeah, I'll be playing it for sure before then. Very nice. Very nice. Eli, what about you, my friend? What have you been jamming on besides Rocket League, of course? Let's go, Rocket League, oh, yeah. baby. <laughs> That's right. Yep. Nothing new. Nothing new there. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I, uh, I I completed a, a personal goal in Rocket League, almost kind of whatever, but I reached <laughs> plat in, in in threes and ones. Nice, very um, nice. I know it's what everyone complains about, but I kept getting screwed by my teammates. Mm-hmm. But like legit in twos, I was just getting screwed. Teammates were just going AFK, or like I had one guy that was just literally ran around the rap picking up all the boosts. He's going, so, for, like, he's going, he's going for the trophy, dude. <laughs> I didn't have any boost, and I didn't have a teammate. So mm. I was like, okay, cool. But then, then, magical moment. I met a player, and we clicked instantly after, like, just the first kickoff. Like I said, it was, it was amazing. It was magical. And we probably could have gone all the way to plat, because I had gotten bumped down to, like, gold two. Mm-hmm. I was getting seriously screwed. And, uh, but we probably could all went all the way to plat, but I had to be a responsible adult and... Like, oh, I gotta get off. Yep. Um, and uh, there was a there was an NFL game mode for the Super Bowl that happened in between our episodes. Oh, uh, cool. If anybody's into football, which I used to be, but not so much anymore. Yeah. Same. They had this they had this goofy gridiron game mode, and uh, the the football would just like land on your car, and you would hold it on top of your car. It like stuck to the top of your car without spikes and. The ball was huge. It was like bigger than your car. It was pretty hilarious. And like when you did a double jump, you would throw the ball. And uh, when you grabbed the ball, you weren't allowed to use boost. Mm. When you didn't have the ball, you like clocked up boost similar to the way drop shot works. Okay. So just kind of constantly getting boost. Yeah. Um, and it was it was wacky fun. I think uh, it was a bit hard to like really get a strat, but you know. It was it was fun. My son enjoyed it. It was goofy. Um, and now, due to the Lunar New Year, they're running a special event called Lucky Lanterns. Yeah, I saw the trailer for that the other day. Yeah, it looks pretty pretty hype because I've seen people with, uh, you know, that goal explosion with the dragons coming out and and stuff, and wondering how they got it. And this is how. Oh, there so, you go. Um, you can pick up a free banner in the shop right now as this runs through february 11th through march 1st and uh it's got another limited time game mode and right now it's the forbidden temple in in the day so i guess they just made it brighter but it looks i think it looks nicer oh cool and it came with uh it's gonna start off with um heat seeker which is i think it's a pretty fun game mode and that'll be on that map uh, where the ball just like 
flies towards the goal and you pretty much are just on the defense the whole time. Right, right. It's, it's pretty fun if anybody's played it and they know. And of course, all kinds of like stuff to earn the toppers and boosts and another reason for me to keep playing it. <laughs> As if you need any more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they'll have a they'll have another game mode launch on February 22nd called Super Cube. Um, not really sure. I wasn't into this before, so I've never played this mode. So, you know, pretty excited to see what what that'll be when we get there. Very nice. But I have been playing other things besides Rocket League. Not uh-huh, much. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finally making some progress, decent progress in uh in Diablo 3 thanks to you, Colin. Oh yeah, you're welcome, sir. Happy to boost. Yeah. Yep. I now have 3 out of the 6 characters at level 70. And your hardcore and... is pretty close, right? It's like 65 or something. My yeah, my hardcore demon hunter should be next to seventy because it's at level sixty-seven right now. Oh, cool! There you go. So what I have left is getting my narbarian. Oh, and... I like that. I like that. <laughs> and my nar, I did that for all the characters. Like, uh, oh, you motherfucker! <laughs> the 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 narctor for the witch doctor and yep. the narzard for the wizard for the charizard yeah <laughs> pretty much so yeah barbarian and monk to level 29 they're at level 29 and 27 respectively to level 70 and um yeah i also wanted to forgive the writers of the guide in regards to me complaining about the hours to complete last right, time right kind of i kind of threw a little hissy fit but i'm currently around 60 hours according to exophase uh-huh and if I had started hardcore, like you mentioned last time, Colin, it would it would be gravy. Like it would be all good. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's it's uh, and especially if you have people that are like boosting you and stuff, it's really not too bad at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm at seventy four percent on the trophy list. I have seventy out of a hundred treasure goblins, mm-hmm. uh, and I only have three hundred and eighty three bounties to go. There you go, man. That's what's up. Um, and they, they, I mean, it seems like a lot, but I really feel like it won't. It will take less time than it sounds like because they go pretty fast. I mean, by the time you have all your characters leveled up, you're going to have probably only like 250 to two or not. Sorry, like 200 to 150 bounties to go. I would imagine. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's really not that bad. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it should be too bad. So I wanted to apologize a little bit. Oh, yeah. just, a, just a little bit. Just a little bit. But and it's nice, too, that the bounties we discovered the other night when we were playing that you do go to areas in the bounties that you don't go in the base game. So, I, yeah. I found my first one today. I don't know. I didn't notice it yesterday because I wasn't, I was just making it, sure I was following you around. Because, yeah, you couldn't kill. <laughs> Wait, you killed one enemy yesterday, though. I did. I killed an enemy in Torment. Torment 5. 6? It was Torment 5. Oh, no, it was 6. Was, yeah, that was the 6th yeah. one. Yeah, it was Torment 6. Yep. Torment 6 with a level, I don't know, like... 30 or 40 yeah. character <laughs> who was still naked yep <laughs> yep uh that was pretty fun oh no that w- maybe that was my higher character it was like 50 maybe i think it was because you it was your witch doctor because you had the big golem yeah. guy following you yeah yeah so um and i but i found my first area today on my own uh i thought it was a normal bounty and i went there and it was like these like cockroaches the fuck reminded me of slugger's uh vacation um but they they were like falling from the ceiling and there was it reminded me of bloodborne is what this area reminded me of hmm. there were like creatures that came out of like sarcophaguses 
or coffins, I guess they were more like coffins. And uh, it just had a real Bloodborne aesthetic with like a gray dungeon, you know, real gothic inspired. And yeah, I don't, I don't know how to explain it super well, but I really enjoyed whatever that area was. I like the, I like the aesthetics, but it gave me Bloodborne vibes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but yeah, that was it's going good. I'm pretty, pretty ready to be done with it. Yeah. And as much as I am enjoying it, like I've, you know feel like a, a broken record at this point but to not sound like a broken record i did start diablo one what um, i started on gog good old games damn dude how yeah, how almost... is that by the way like how is how is diablo one i'm really curious about the old, older titles in the franchise yeah. so you can only get it on gog since they own the license to it right and unfortunately there aren't any achievements on this game or fortunate or fortunately maybe yeah Gog does have achievements, but it seems to be like only stuff that's that kind of already has them written. They didn't like make up their own. Okay. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So Which like, makes sense. I own Witcher three there, and that has achievements, and a couple others I notice have achievements. Like the older ones, I, I own. Um, is that is that Call of Juarez there? I think, and like the older ones don't have achievements, but like the newer ones that I'm assuming were on 360 do have achievements. Hmm. Um. But yeah, it's it's uh it's pretty fun. It is different than Diablo three. <laughs> <laughs> it is still the same formula, but I didn't realize how small it was. It was way more about grinding until you are strong enough to get through what you're struggling with. You know, it's kinda like the Dark Souls thing, like, oh shit, like this is probably the wrong way. You know, when you go up to someone and do your heaviest attack and it looks like chip damage. Hmm. you know that's probably the wrong way yeah and yeah. you know it's super old they don't you don't have health bars you don't know what's going on uh but i went down i was like oh cool level three but that was actually where the first boss was <laughs> like so you go you know you start in tristram and i think that's where um oh yeah that's uh, from you Diablo got your, 3 as well yeah you got your decker Kane uh slogan there Stay a while. <laughs> Stay a while he, and listen. He does. Yeah. He says that every single time you go talk to him there. And he's like always in the town. What a and guy. He's a guy you, you know, there's only, there's not as many characters in this as there are in Diablo 3, obviously. Oh, cl like classes or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. And just like NPCs. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Okay. So, um, but yeah, so I, you know, I got killed a bunch at first. Um, and I needed to spend more time on the first two layers to get more gold and XP and buy stuff and level up to get to depth three. But I think I've, I've fully cleared depth three and I found, I found Leoric, which is one of the bosses I have to kill. I think. Um, That's interesting. Cause you get the Leoric's crown <clears throat> legendary item in uh, Diablo three from the skeleton King. So I wonder if the skeleton King was Leoric in the first Diablo. I think you, yeah, I think Leoric was like the town king, uh -huh. and something. I'm not. I, I typically don't focus a ton on lore, <laughs> but <laughs> you're not a lorester. No, and uh, but I think he kind of like. I'm not sure if it was like on purpose or just like as a result of something he chose. Right. Um. Don't. Don't you know? 
Kill me here, Diablo fans. <laughs> Everyone, come I'm after trying. this guy, okay? Come <laughs> tweet at him, go to his Instagram, take him down. Take him down. <laughs> He's a phony. But you gotta you gotta kill him. So I'm maybe he is Leori after you've killed him. Hmm. Maybe the skeleton king is the skeleton king of Leoric. But anyways, uh you know, I think the, the grinding the levels and not understanding like that it was small because I think there's only five levels in Diablo one. So like depth three is pretty far through the game. Um, but the the quests spawn in groups. So you need to play it like a couple times to experience it all. So I, I, I got the Leoric quest and so other ones like i can probably look up what will follow that but there's another one where you do the butcher and he's in he's in level two um but i didn't see that dungeon so um i'm that must be the secondary quest group that you could potentially encounter um and i did like the uh what is it the um diablo 3 kind of has a lot of the grinding xp and the getting better gear and all that covered in its its super long campaign at least it feels super long <laughs> that's a good sign so um <laughs> yeah it's 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 not as doesn't feel like a grind it feels like you're doing the campaign they they just perfected the the uh the gameplay obviously over three games sure Sure. I'm interested to try Diablo 2, but it's, I think that's on, you still have to get that on Blizzard, Activision Blizzard website, whatever it is. Oh, Battle.net, yeah. Yeah, and I haven't really, like, been that excited. We'll try, keep going with one. Honestly, I would just wait at this point, because I think you're going to oh, yeah, get a right. 2 remaster or remake at the end of this yeah. year. That's my, yeah. I'm going to say it now, I'm, I'm saying it, before BlizzCon announcements come out, so y'all can say, this motherfucker said it first. I think it's coming out this year, and then I think Diablo 4 is going to come out late next year, my guess. That would be good. Yeah. Package would be nice, but it's been a while. Oh, the uh, the bundle? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would be kind of cool if it was like, yeah, you buy Diablo 4 like Ultimate Edition, and you get Diablo 2 Remake or something with it. You're kind of thinking that probably won't happen, because it has yeah. been a while, and they, I think diff different teams are working on that, correct? Yeah, it's, so it's, I don't and, know the team that's working on Diablo 4. I don't know what the name of that is, but Vicarious Visions is working on uh, Diablo 2 Remake. Uh, or they were brought on to finish it. I think it was originally with the same team that made Warcraft 3 Reforged, but that game was so badly received that uh, they kicked that team off <laughs> after yeah. they'd started it, and they're like, yeah, we're bringing in these guys. So, you're fired. Um, you're fired. I th it's in good hands, I think. I mean, Vicarious Visions is a great studio, and uh yeah i don't i just hope that they don't have nothing to show this year what they might do this year is say like hey the diablo mobile game is out this year next year is diablo 4 and then the year after that is diablo 2 remake but it's been so long since diablo 3 came out like yeah. they yeah, re yeah. they really need to to have something to show and We've seen gameplay, and they've teased Diablo 4 for a while now. It was supposed to come out last year, got delayed to this year, and then now they've officially said it's not coming out this year. So it's like, what is going on over there? You know? Yeah, was that not next in line? 
it was next, it was in next line? in line. People didn't they even know that about the mobile stuff, right? Right. The people didn't even know about Diablo two remake until the whole vicarious visions thing occurred. So yeah, right. I was, yeah. The, yeah. Weird. Super weird. Super weird. Hmm. Well, so yeah, it's good. It's I've... a good adventure. I like it. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> so I've been playing. Uh, I did, you know, since I got into this style of game, I started, uh, Victor Vran, which is on, is actually on the Twitch, Twitch Amazon Games now, uh, thing a little while back. Oh, okay. It's the same type of game, but I was super. I think I bought I bought this for Xbox actually because, uh, it looks cool. It looks right up my alley, and there's so the DLC in it is Motorhead DLC, and you get to play as I think it's as or with Lemmy, and there's just like a Motorhead soundtrack, which was like super appealing to me. Oh, nice. And they actually gave that Overkill edition at, on the Twitch free game. So uh, I started that, but I'm, you know, I've kind of got ADD with the PC games right now and all the Xbox stuff and whatnot. So I don't have a ton to say about it. I like the the uh, the aesthetics and the gameplay is pretty fun. It's better than Darksiders when this is more of a like, it's somewhat story. It's a good. It's kind of like more like Diablo, okay. Than, yeah. Than the Dark Siders Genesis. So, uh, you know, there's you can actually three. You have to like three star all the maps, and there's hidden secrets in them. So you gotta run around and you know jump over obstacles that you didn't think you could. Hmm. Um, I so like it's that. Pretty open. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty good. I think uh, maybe I'll report more on it on it next week. Because like I'm not super far into it, right? We'll see what I actually have time for. Because I've I've gone back into the Hero Siege. Oh God, world is as, as well. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, I'm in that Discord as well, and like I asked for some tips because I was like, yeah, I I kind of want to play this, but like it got super not fun once I hit Inferno, mm. and that that is the roadblock. Like you have to there's, um, like normal hard Inferno. I don't know. I got weird names for it. Like Nightmare, Hell, and Inferno are the top three difficulties. Okay. There's there's only four, but I just don't know what normal's card called. Mm-hmm. And so like there's five different levels to that too. You can turn up. So it's kind of like torment. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. And so I've got to do a little farming in Hell Five. There's five is the highest level you can take it to, and then you know get some satanic gear. And I'm just like. So it's kind of chill to just like, oh, I can run these couple dungeons and then get off. You know, yeah. Nice and quick. But I don't know why I started talking about Hero Siege. But that's, that's what I've been playing. <laughs> <laughs> I know why, because you like the game. You think it's yeah. better than Diablo because you're a loser. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> no. It over isometric. Hey, but all, all around good progress in the game. So good job, everybody. Good job. And uh, thanks for updating on what we've been uh, what we've been getting up to. Appreciate it. So let's get into our Patreon sort of segment of the show. Remember, you can support us if you like what you're hearing, if you think we're funny, which would be incredible, if you think we're insightful, also incredible. You can go over to patreon.com slash trophytalkpodcast and find the tier that works for you to support the show. We would, of course, really appreciate it. Uh, if you're listening on free feeds, you know, if that's iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud, or your podcast service of choice, um, you know, just leave us reviews or comments. You know, helps the show grow. We greatly appreciate it. But uh, we're going to get into some questions from Patreon right now. 
and before we do that oh go ahead go ahead if you look at it it helps it helps you gain friends as well exactly you know there's a very robust community that you can be a part of on the discord discord links are in uh are on the soundcloud page actually as well and on the patreon so you know make sure you uh you scope that stuff and uh Real quickly, wanted to shout out our gold and our platinum tier supporters on the Patreon page. So thank you very much to Slugger, to Pat the Trophy Hunter, and to Gary Cooper. Really appreciate you guys, and uh, thank you so much for supporting the show. So let's get into the questions for this week. First one we got here comes to us from Gary Cooper. So the question is, if there's one platinum you could instantly add to your profile... Regardless of difficulty or time, what would it be? Horizon Chase Turbo. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Is that, is that legitimately the? That's no. the one. Oh, okay. All right. No, no, All right. No. But for, for real, I would probably choose. This was a toughie. This was a tough one. Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, it's a good question. Yeah. Do you take the difficult platinum, you know, or do you take the like lengthy one? You you know, or like yeah. So. So I had to, it's kind of tough, but I went with Skater XL. Mm. Yeah. And I don't even really need the Platinum, but I would really like to just add that around the world for skating the literal distance of the entire Earth. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. 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 No, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, yeah. You don't want to, uh, you don't want to tape your thumbstick down and do like we talked about. No, it would, t- it would take like a year. What was the <laughs> that? It was over a year if I did it every day at work. And it would be like a couple months of my PlayStation being tied up if I literally ran it 24-7. That's insane. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just insane. That's got to go. Um, and I, I did... So if I had to pick like a full plat, this is my runner-up. Um, but if I had to pick like a full plat game, I would say Rock Band 4. Oh. Yeah. Just because I would love to play that game, you know, with Zayden and even just myself and, you know, not worry about missing a single fucking note, you know? Right. Like, when you're a trophy hunter, it's just so stressful. I know uh, Pat the Trophy Hunter plays some of these games as well. I'd like to hear his thoughts on on how he approaches these lists, if he cares about it or or not. But they're always, they're, it's pretty stressful. I'm bad under those situations. Right. Where it's like, great, I missed one fucking list. That was like, I didn't even have fun this time because I missed the note, you know? Yeah. Which is super lame. So I would love to, you know, I could work on my <laughs> mental capacity in that and get better at caring about that. But, you know, it would just be easier to, to just fucking add platted. it to the list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to work on myself right now. Okay. I just yeah. want, I want the just game. Just give me the. <laughs> yep. I agree. Daryl, what about you? What do you think for a game to add to your list? I have an idea of what you'll say, but um, only one game came to mind when looking at this tro- uh, this question, and I couldn't think of any other game other than Wolfenstein Two: The New Colossus. Yes, that's what I was mm. guessing. <laughs> yep. I have yet to play this game, but I know that there's one trophy on there that has, you know, been seemingly impossible: the Mindleben Trophy. Mm-hmm. So I really don't know what's in store for me. I know it's going to be incredibly difficult. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to get the platinum, but I'm certainly going to try. I cannot wait for you to get into that motherfucking list. (laughs) 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 That is going to be a good time. Listeners, you're you're in for a treat once we get there. So 
yeah, that, that's a really solid choice, and that's honestly what I was thinking you would do. Um, yeah, I think my answer is a little bit strange because I'm actually only missing one trophy in this game, and it's not even a platinum, but it would get me 100%. My answer is the original Doom. And the reason I'm saying it is because a recent patch for that game made Nightmare Mode even more difficult than it was at launch, and the trophy I'm missing is to complete all of the game in Nightmare difficulty in co-op. So I don't have anyone that I'm playing it with anyway. So the co-op is incredibly hard unless I'm doing couch co-op, which during COVID is not a thing. And when I did try it couch co-op back when I got the game with one friend, we got like a few levels in and then he got discouraged and left it. So that is like forever. I have 90% in that game, not 100. And it's, I just don't think I'll ever be able to get it otherwise. And for what that you know game means in terms of like i love that franchise but also like what it means to the first person shooter genre and how much i love first person shooters i think that that would be the game that i would want to get completed on my list so that's a good question though that's thank you very much yeah yeah a shocker. little bit different of an answer right if it's your your uh your typical games but yeah so i yeah. get it yeah it's a bit strange. I mean, the other one would maybe be like my, I'll tell you my other backup choice was Black Ops 3. Uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But uh, yeah. Anyway. I thought about the Call of Duties too, but I didn't want to like, oh, well now I have to do the rest of the series. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, know, <laughs> like, I, I know. could get Black Ops 3, but then I'd be like really wanting to do like World War 2 or like Black Ops 4, you know? Yeah. I, I kind of like what I've done in terms of like getting the Modern Warfare ones. That's like my thing, you know? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so good question though, Gary, thank you very much. And we do have another question this week. This one comes to us from slugger. Uh, so the question is basically I'm summarizing here, but if we could take any game from any platform at any point in time, so this could be like an Atari 2600 game. It could be a donkey Kong arcade cabinet, <clears throat> whatever, right? Any generation of gaming, bring it on to the PlayStation four slash PlayStation five with trophies and a platinum trophy, right? What game would we want to come over? And for bonus points, we would, uh, we're supposed to come up with maybe a couple hypothetical trophies for this game, the description and the title. So does anyone have a immediate answer that comes to mind and would like to go first? I'll tell you mine. All right, let's hear it. It's Super Mario well, World. Super <laughs> Mario Bros. 3. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, especially if it was brought up like the other games of the generation with rewinds and save states, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I got to the last world eight and boy, that shit was bonkers. Again, I think I've, I've talked about it on here, but it was, uh, <laughs> it was so bonkers that I left it on and my NES on for about a month because I couldn't beat it and I couldn't save it. So what was I to do? Or at least I didn't know how to save. I don't know. I don't think you can. But yeah, I know some games on the NES do have like saves. I think like uh yeah, Le Legend of Zelda, one of those Zelda games I owned the gold cartridge actually did, but I didn't know how to do it. So, you know, I left the console on. Yup, like a boss. Yeah, so it would be really cool to be able to play that game and and, you know, turn it off. There you go. There you go. And um a trophy that I think would be cool um for me would be called Clean as a Whistle. Ah, which would require you to get all the warp whistles, and uh, it's also an inside joke between me and my best friend. So, like, there's that. But I Very think it's nice. also appropriate to the trophy requirements. Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. So, and uh, that's a good one. You know, the last one, I'm a big fan of runner-ups because I'm not a big fan of making up my mind. So. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But I wanted to shout out NFL Blitz 2001 for a runner-up. Uh, you know, sports games need a combat-related trophy, so snapping necks and cashing checks would be to execute 100 unsportsmanlike pile drives after the play. Oh, that's a, that's a good mm -hmm. one. I like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very nice. And what if I what if I combine these two questions? It's like I want Super Mario Bros. three on the PlayStation four and, and add it immediately I'm to your list. Use it, add it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, uh, technically that's uh, that's probably allowed. They didn't say we couldn't do that, so <laughs> that's is, uh, yeah. Re reverse the order of the questions, and, and there you go. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good choice. That's a good choice. What about you, Daryl, or do you want me to go next? We need a little more time. You go ahead, Colin. Okay. Well, I, in the spirit of runner-ups, and I don't think the runner-up is going to be any surprise to anybody, but my runner-up would be Halo 1. And, mm. um, yeah, I mean, it's an Xbox franchise, obviously, but being able to get the Platinum Trophy in Halo Combat Evolved uh, just is like, I mean, wow, that would be fucking, that would be sweet. You know, I would love to do that. Being able to get it, it then in on three different consoles since I got it on the original or I got the remastered on 360, 100%ed, 100%ed that game on the Master Chief Collection on Xbox One, and I'm playing it again on PC with with Steam achievements. So that it would be crazy Damn, to be fun. able to have it four times. Um, That's insane. Yeah, as, as in terms I, of like, go ahead. Sorry, I, I gotta guess your your main one now. Then, okay. <laughs> You went with CE, and I know that's not your favorite Halo game. So are you gonna pick another Halo game for your number one? <laughs> I'm, as not, well? I'm not. I'm not actually. ODST I I think something? my my game that I would pick is gonna surprise you quite a bit, okay. actually. So um, I couldn't think of any trophies that I would want for Halo because there's so, like it's hard for me to separate the fact that there's been so many different achievement lists for that game. So I don't know what different I would call out for Halo Combat Evolved. So I'll leave that as just the runner up for now. The game that I'm going to choose is Pokemon Red and Blue from the Game Boy Color mm, to be nice. able to come to the PlayStation 4. And I would, would want to have a, a, a trophy that the title was just a bunch of question marks, and that would be for catching Missing No, that weird glitched tornado-looking trophy off the coast of Cinnabar Island that everyone used to think was how you caught Mew, but it wasn't the case. Um, so I would want to have that be a trophy, and then a trophy... Um, just called Gotta Catch Em All for catching all 151 Pokemon, including Mew. So, um, yeah, I think that nice. would be really cool to have on uh, PS4. That would be pretty sick. <laughs> I probably won't play it. Yeah, because you're a loser. It's, it's another one of those, like, <laughs> I, have, I have the same feeling about, actually, it's both of those games, like Halo and Pokemon. Yeah. Whereas, like, they were a pretty big part of my younger years in gaming but mm -hmm. like i just can't i just can't do it i just can't get into them now yeah i don't know what it is yep i get you but. it's uh it's totally understandable daryl what do you got for me i don't have any runner-ups but um considering like the the games I, I mentioned on the previous episode of walk down memory lane i would like to see um x-men on ps4 ps5 Oh, um, yeah, like the X Men Legends one, or which which one? The uh, I think it was just X Men. Okay. Uh, 
Yeah, that was the one I had talked about. Yep. I would like to see that. Oh, the Sega Genesis. Yep. Okay. Yeah, the Sega Genesis uh, version. Oh, that. I mean, I'm still thinking about this that game to this day after that episode. <laughs> I, I would really like to see that game on here because I, I like X Men was like a big thing for me growing up. It was like that was my superhero group. So being able to see that on PS4 would be dope. Um, I got a little bit creative with my trophy list. I came up with a few. I said X-Men Assemble. Beat the game with like all four characters. Mm-hmm. Kind of like paying homage to Avengers Assemble. Um, nice. Rated X. Beat the game on the hardest difficulty. <laughs> yep. And maybe some of you film nuts out there will get the inside joke behind this, but X-Force die with all characters. I don't know if you guys are familiar with X X Force. I'm not, no. No, sir. So in Deadpool Tool, uh Deadpool Two, you know that scene right before they jump out the airplane? I've not seen Deadpool Two. Not gonna lie. Oh. I've only seen the first I've only seen the okay. first one. Yeah. So, yeah, so in that scene where they jump out the airplane, they uh Deadpool calls them X Force and when they jump off the plane all the members of that team instantly die. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's cool. Pretty creative trophy. Yeah, I like it. I like it yeah. very much, sir. Oh, good answers, everybody, all around. Thank you very much to Gary Cooper and to Slugger for submitting your questions for the show as well. Appreciate it. And remember, that is a gold and platinum tier perk that you get um, on Patreon. So, again, if you like the show, you like what you hear, you want to support us? Go on over to patreon.com slash trophy talk podcast. Throw a couple bones our way. And yeah, not uh, only do, yeah, go not ahead. only do you get to submit questions, you get a sticker and a Yeah, and you a get mug, some or mug is platinum, I think. Yeah. You get some you merch get and uh you get a shout out in the show as well. You get access to our community night in Discord and all that all that fun stuff. There's go read the perks, go check it out. You know, we, we get yeah. it. Times are tough. If you can't do it now, consider uh supporting the show when you're able to. But since we're doing some housekeeping, I wanted to shout out again the reminder for the uh, the ten percent discount on the Teespring store, mm-hmm. Teespring dot com forward slash Trophy Talk Podcast until exactly. twenty eighth. TTP twenty six. That's your promo code TTP twenty six. Go and get promo some merch, code. get some leggings, get a blouse, get whatever you want. You know, make your girl look good, make you look good. It's all good. <laughs> I, feel like a tr- I feel like a true like youtube podcast sellout like doing ads <laughs> it's our own ads though it's not it's not real ads yeah here yeah yeah no i mean we're we're fortunate enough that we you know we all work obviously we don't have to do those ads but uh, you know this is a, a passion project of us has been for a long time so any support you can show whether that's through listening through commenting through sharing or through you know purchasing some merch or patreon support it's all greatly appreciated so Consider it if you please. And um, I think that's going to do it uh, for the show today. I don't really have anything more to go over. So why don't you guys tell the people where they can find you at? I can be found on Rocket League again. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the Epic Game Store, Narshire 13. Uh, Steam, Narshire 13. Uh, don't play PlayStation anymore because it's lame. I'm a big phony. <laughs> Narshire 13 there as well. Yep. Uh, and then... YouTube's going good. I've got to finish up Diablo and write that rap, and then there'll be a new uh, Diablo rap, hopefully, on Narshire 13 YouTube. And uh, Instagram's popping, so peep me over there. Nice. Narshire 13? That's right. 1D. 1D. Very good. Stay pimping, playa. 
Daryl, what about you? Where are the folks gonna gonna find you? You can find me on Twitch. Uh, currently in Blighttown, falling off a plank, so you can catch me there. <laughs> uh, you can also find me on Instagram as well at uh, the Tall Simone Guy. Right on. And you can find me on PSN at CK Present, and that is also my uh, historical YouTube channel at this point. So if you want to look at some of my old content, you can go check that out there if you're curious at all. Mostly Halo-centric. And uh, other than that, I'm on Steam at Flagcap, F-L-A-G-C-A-P. If you have Master Chief Collection or you know anything else on Steam you want to play with me, that is, that's my tag over there. And uh, that's about it, really. So well, Most importantly, you can find us all on the Discord. You can. You can find us all on the Discord. And I would encourage you to go, to go and do so, as uh, we got a really great group going over there. So you find us and many others, and many others, exactly, exactly. And and mm -hmm. most most importantly, pick up little nightmares for those sixteen platinums. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, get get a boost going. Get a boost. <laughs> All right. So one year anniversary coming to an, to an end for this episode, guys. Thank you very much for your time. This has been episode twenty six. Hope you all enjoyed it, and we'll catch you a few weeks from now in episode 27. Take care. Thank you all.